0: Welcome to the Your Soul is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Jade Seto, mindset and life coach, energy worker, and manifestation expert. And this podcast is really my opportunity to just say it how it fucking is. So let's be unapologetic and stepping into our fullest potential. And let's be real. We all wanna create a shitload of abundance and fulfillment in this life. I want this show to connect you with your soul this is for the multi-dimensional woman or maybe just the spiritually curious woman who is ready to go all in on life business and big big dreams so let's stop playing small and awaken together so we can be free and get really real if you're ready for expansion big shifts and evolution to unlock your gifts and speak your truth to live your best life ever, then you have come to the right place. So let's get real, let's get raw and start fucking listening because babes, your soul is calling. Hello, you lovely souls. I'm just taking a moment. Just quickly, I just want to briefly talk about my Soul Shift program, which is open for enrollment again. It's my signature program, but I've made so many amazing changes to it. If you've been listening to my story on Instagram or on the podcast, you'll know that I've had a bit of an intense Intense year, growth, evolution, so much has been happening and based or in response to what's been going on to me, I decided to make the program six months, extend it to six months and it goes so much deeper. So if you don't know about Soul Shift, I'm just going to briefly tell you what it's about. It's about creating freedom. In order to create freedom in our lives, and that could be freedom from a situation, freedom from your job that you want to leave, freedom from a relationship you want to get out of, maybe you want to move house, you know, freedom from something in the external reality of your life. If you are craving and desire freedom, we have to create freedom on the inside before we can really see it manifest into our outside life. Because freedom is not just about where you go, what you do and who you're with. Creating true, authentic, honest and real freedom is actually about creating freedom and liberation from your limiting thought patterns, your negative behavior, your toxic patterns, your bad habits, your sabotaging behavior, your fears, your worries, your anxieties, your self-doubt, your procrastination, comparing yourself to other people, the feeling that we don't feel good enough or feel worthy. These are all such limitations on our lives and they really stop us. From creating the reality reality that not only we deserve, but the reality that we desire, the life that we want to live. And that makes me so sad to see so many people not doing and not living the life that they were born to do in this lifetime, that their soul chose for them. So this is really about creating that freedom so you can go and live and create the life that you want. That's how I moved to Bali. That's how I've got up, left my life and moved away and just decided that I can do what I want, go where I want and be what I want because I've created that freedom for myself. And that is what I want for you. I don't only want you to be able to be free to go and move where you want, live in another country, leave the guy who's not serving you, leave your job that you hate, go and create that business that you want to create. Follow your dreams, follow your passions, follow your heart and soul, move abroad and live on the beach, you know. I want that for you. I want you to be able to do that without letting fear, self-doubt, sabotage, negativity, worrying, overthinking, overwhelm, overanalyzing without all of that getting in the way. And the way that we do that is to work in this program on three different levels. Not only do we work on your mindset, recreating new thought patterns, new habits, new beliefs, you know, not only do we work on the tools and the mindset and reprogramming and deprogramming your consciousness and subconscious mind using hypnotherapy, But we work on an energetic level as well. We look at the soul wounds that maybe you are carrying that are causing you to feel unworthy, that are making you struggle with self-love, that are causing you to not feel confident or have good or high self-esteem to go out there and go all in, that are making you scared to take risks and leaps of faith. Because really and truly, everything that is amazing that I have created in my life has been created because I took a risk. Everything that means anything to me has been created because I took that risk and I took a chance on myself. And I want you to be able to do that. I want you to be resilient. I want you to be fearless. I want to give you courage. I want to empower you. I want to do all of that. And I want you to do that for yourself too. So we're working on mindset. We're working on energy. And also, you know, we're using a whole multidimensional approach when it comes to this. You get an online program that you get to keep for life. This course involves the awakening process, consciousness, dealing with emotions, manifestation, soul purpose, guidance, your life path, creating a life that makes you happy and fulfilled, stepping out of victimhood, creating a mindset of confidence and abundance, abundance in general, just creating more abundance in your life, overcoming self-doubt, procrastination, perfectionism, overwhelm all the things that hold us back and give a new tool so you can be more resilient, so you can be creative, so you can take back the control over the creative process that is your life. So I can't wait to start this. It's one of my most potent and powerful programs. I made this from my heart. There is no other program out there like this. I know there isn't because it came from my heart. It came from me, so there physically cannot be. And you know, we're not just working with the two levels of consciousness, the conscious mind and subconscious mind. We're going deep into all levels of your consciousness, ancestral, soul history, past life, collective, subconscious, conscious. There will be no stone left unturned in the Soul Shift program. So if you are interested or you're curious or you wanna know more, book a free call with me or hit the link in the show notes to get the full details. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you at the end of the show. Hello and welcome to, well, an episode of Your Soul is Calling. And I must apologize. I have been a little bit MIA for a little while because, guys, life has been absolutely wild for me. I don't know if any of you have followed me on my Instagram or any of you know what's been going on with me because I actually um, have been quite open on Instagram. That's one place that I actually have been um, sharing my journey. But it did take me a while because stuff has been going on. So I don't know where to really start, but I feel like I need to share absolutely everything with you. (laughs) Um, And oh God, where do I start? So first of all, let's start with the fact that um, I moved to Bali. Yep, I moved to Bali 10 days ago, packed my stuff up, came to Bali alone because I also broke up with my partner of eight years and that has been really um, painful, actually. That's been really, really painful for me. It's been really hard. I'm going to go a little bit more into that. Um, I've been navigating through health issues. I have been trying to heal myself of of suspected breast cancer. Oh, God, it has all been going on. So let's, let's go back to the beginning, shall we? I'm going to go back to the beginning. This is a bit of a life update episode because I'm sure I'm going to have some little... Um, Little nuggets of wisdom and pearls of wisdom in there for you along the way, because sometimes I'll go off in these tangents. I just like to talk. And this is me just jumping on to talk, really, and have a chat and just tell you what has been going on with me. So I'm recording this episode in my new villa, which is just outside Changgu in a place called Pereranan in Bali. Um, I've taken this villa for three months. It is incredible. Two bedrooms, beautiful swimming pool. Oh, it's so nice. I'm so grateful. I'm so lucky to be here. I am actually, there is a road not too far away, so I'm hoping that the noise doesn't interfere the episode too much. But if you do hear a little car rumbling past or a motorbike every now and then, um, do forgive me. So, yeah, that's where I'm recording this episode from. I literally have just feel like I've almost been through hell and back, if I'm honest, but I finally feel like I've come out the other side. That's not to say I don't have a little cry still every now and then because I do. I had a little cry yesterday. Um I haven't had a little cry today, actually. It's probably the first day in ages that I haven't had a little cry at some point. But crying's good, we know that, don't we? So yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, um Let's go back to the beginning, right? Let's go back to the beginning. And I'm just going to share with you everything that's been going on with me. And if you do know the story already, apologies for repeating it. But, you know, I'm still learning and I'm still integrating and I'm still embodying lessons um, that are coming my way every single day since this process and journey started. So the last episode, I guess I shared was an interview with someone. Um, But if you've been listening to this podcast before, I have spoke to you about my hospital, my hospital um, scenario what happened to me when I was taken into hospital. And, you know, since then, the soul rebirth, the purging, the being in hospital, the thinking I was going to die, the not knowing who I am, trying to figure out my purpose. It's been a really, really hard time since then. I felt like I never really bounced back from it. I mean, I was alright, I was doing okay, but I never really felt like I bounced back to 100% of my full potential of what I could be, my true happiness. I feel like I haven't actually felt a lot of joy since then, if I'm honest. I went to Dubai at Christmas and I felt like I was attacked by a lot of dark energy there. Um, Now, if you follow my podcast and you know me, I do talk about this stuff because I'm not one of those people that just pretends it doesn't exist. I think it's quite toxic, if I'm honest, to act like darkness doesn't exist There cannot be no light without dark. Of course it exists. You know, at the end of the day, it exists and we need to acknowledge that. And I believe any light worker or healer or anyone who calls themselves conscious who isn't acknowledging that darkness exists, I I would personally, in my opinion, be quite wary of that person. Anyone who doesn't um, admit that there's darkness and shadow and believes that there's only light probably has little to no light inside of them. And I know that's, probably going to ruffle a few feathers and be a bit of a controversial statement, but that's just my opinion, you know, and this is my podcast and I can just voice my opinion. And I always will in life, not just on this podcast. I'll always be really um, honoring of my truth and what I believe. And I've learned a lot of harsh lessons over the last year. So after I got out of hospital at Christmas, um, I went to Dubai and I got COVID in Dubai. So I got quite sick and I've got really bad flu before then as well. Um. And yeah, I just wasn't really bouncing back, you know. I just felt like I wasn't really bouncing back. I started to put on a lot of weight and I thought something isn't right here. Something just isn't right. I'd go to the gym and I would be exhausted for hours afterwards. Hours. I'd have to sleep for hours afterwards. And, you know... I was getting like really bad acne, cystic acne, which was telling me that there was something actually wrong with my hormones, I believe. So that was another thing that was going on. Um, And I just didn't look right. I just did not look great. So I went for some blood tests and they came back a bit iffy, like low vitamin D, really high blood white cells, um, high, yeah, white blood cells, meaning that my body was trying to fight something. Um there was just loads of deficiencies in there and things that just weren't 100% right. And um, so that was one thing. And then I just went for a routine checkup because I've actually been trying for a baby with my partner for a little while. And um, I went for a fertility test and I was like, this isn't right. And it turned out everything was okay. There was a little egg in there, actually. They were like, look, there's a little egg. You're ovulating, you're fertile. I was like, great okay everything's working that's good to know but they're like you know while we're here we do the smear test and in Spain I have private health care so they, I don't know if it's a thing that they do even if you don't have private health care in Spain but you can get a mammogram every year and they booked me in for an ultrasound and mammogram because they do it like they do smear tests it's all kind of like done in the same kind of department and it's kind of like a requirement which is great you know but I kind of didn't want it because I was like oh there's nothing wrong with me because I've this year, let me tell you one thing, this has been a year of a lot of illusions being shattered for me, and I was under the illusion that maybe I wouldn't get sick because I'd done that much healing on myself because I really believe that all disease starts with trauma and starts off in the energetic consciousness, and it moves down through all the layers of your consciousness, your sexual consciousness, spiritual consciousness, affective consciousness, there's many layers of consciousness. FYI, I am actually going to get have a guest on soon who's going to really tell you everything you need to know about frequencies, dimensions, levels of consciousness. She's an amazing, incredible woman. She's my teacher as well. She's also one of my best friends now. We've become such good friends. And honestly, I just have so much respect, respect for her. Um, and she's so knowledgeable in this area. So she is going to come on because I know a few of you have been messaging me about this stuff because I talk about it quite a lot. So I'm going to get the expert in. Anyway, so yeah, um, things, I believe that it all kind of filters down through your consciousness and then eventually by the time it physical, physically manifests in your physical body, the block is really deep, you know. So um, I kind of believed that it would be nothing wrong with me and I nearly never went. I nearly never went and I decided to go because they were on my case and I was there and I felt a bit bad. I didn't want to take the appointment when somebody else kind of could have had it and I was kind of like there and I thought, all right. Anyway, when they were doing it, I could see a shadow on there, and I thought, that don't look good. And I just, my intuition knew something wasn't right. And then I thought to myself, well, it might not be that, because I have had a scare um, about five years ago, and it turned out to be just dense breast, breast tissue. Um, but, yeah, I had a little, because I felt a little lump, and it wasn't a hard lump, it was like a big lump, and that's what happens sometimes when you have dense breast tissue. So, yeah, they I could see a shadow on there. I thought, that's not great. And then they called me the next day and they were like, we need you to come in. And I thought, oh, shit, that's really not good. But they were like, we don't need you to come in for a week and a half. We've got no appointments. And I thought, well, it can't be that serious. But with my private hospital, we have an online portal, which means you can access it and see your results, which is exactly what I did. And I'll tell you what, I'll probably say this is probably one of the worst moments of my life ever. Now, I lost my mum to lung cancer and it was really traumatic, really traumatic. She suffered a lot and I watched her suffer and it destroyed me. It broke my heart. It destroyed me. It took me years to get over that trauma. I I destroyed myself for years after that. I just couldn't cope with life. It was one of the most horrible things I've ever been through. And I have a lot of fear when it comes to that. So when I looked at the results and I opened them up and it said that they'd found a lump that was high suspicion of malignancy, 80% chance of malignancy, as you can imagine my whole flipping world came fucking crashing down like my whole world came crashing down I was broken I was devastated I've never cried that I I lay in bed for 3 weeks I didn't get out of bed for 3 weeks crying just day and night crying like just like my biggest fear my biggest fear was breaking up with my boyfriend and my second biggest my biggest fear was getting cancer and breaking up with my boyfriend and basically both things have happened to me over the last six months so you know I've had to face some of my deepest darkest fears the worst things that could ever happen to me in the world and it's been fucking tough like it's been tough and I'll be honest that's why I've not been showing up on my podcast because I've just not been in a stable place to even have the conversation about this like I've not felt strong enough to even talk about what's been going on I did my first live on Instagram not long ago about two weeks ago um And I nearly burst into tears on it. It was actually really hard. And I did think about coming on the podcast and just opening up and chatting to you. But I'm not going to be lying. I've been a bit vulnerable over that time. So, you know, they found this lump. The whole world came crashing down. And they said, you need to come back for a biopsy. Now, I don't know about you, but I've heard things and read things and seen things. And I'm not saying this is true. And I'm not telling you that you need to do what I did. But there was a seed that was planted in my mind that the biopsy could cause it to spread and that it actually makes it more aggressive and it actually doesn't help. And I don't know why, but I felt that in my body as truth when I heard it. Now there's, people were telling me there's not a lot of evidence for it, To be fair, on Google, I couldn't find one bit of evidence for it, but I went on a couple of alternative websites and I did pull up a little bit of stuff from different cancer forums and it was enough to put the fear of me. And regardless of what I read, my body and my intuition was telling me not to have the biopsy. And to be honest, I'm so flipping glad I listened. It took every little bit of strength of me to do what I felt was right for my body and follow my heart. But I did and in my body, in my heart, I just felt like I'm not meant to have that biopsy. And I always said when my mum got sick that if it ever happened to me, I was not gonna do it the way she did it. I wasn't gonna have chemo. I wasn't gonna trust the hospitals. I wasn't gonna go to the doctors. I wasn't gonna let them do anything to me. And I was gonna heal it another way. And that's what I chose to do. And I was like, I'm a healer. I can do this. I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in every cell, in my being, in my heart, in my mind. Even my mind was telling me the most limiting part of our body, the part of your body that doubts yourself, that creates fear, that limits you, was telling me to not to, not to go to the hospital and do it their way. Now, if the mind's telling you that, then you know it's right because the mind is often telling you what's... (laughs) The mind is often limiting you, you know. The mind is very limiting. The mind is often trying to keep you safe and overthink. However, the mind is also programmed for survival. And that's what I want you to do, even though we are conditioned to believe that the doctors and these powers outside of us can save us. Now, don't get me wrong, I believe if you get run over by a car and you have trauma on your body or you break your leg, I would like you to take me to the doctors in the hospital, please. I would like to go to A E. But when it comes to illness and disease and mental health, I don't believe that what they do is best practice. And that is my personal belief. And all I can do is stand true to who I am and what I believe. And that's what I've been doing. So I decided to heal it myself. And everyone said I was mental. A couple of my mates were like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, Are you sure? Like, nah, and my family were like, no. But I had to really just ignore what everyone was saying. Ignore what everyone was saying and fucking trust, trust, trust that my life depended on it. Because my life did. My life did depend on it. And do you know what? I'm not going to say there wasn't any doubt because there were moments of doubt. But I just knew that that was what I was supposed to do. So... I got a naturopath, I hired a naturopath, her name's Vicky Godfrey, she lives in Ibiza and I trust her and we had a consultation and we went through all my staff and we gathered that it could have been down to where my stomach wasn't um, fully healed from my first instance in hospital, which you know about because I've been talking about it on this podcast, um, that my body hadn't been absorbing nutrients because the lining was damaged and obviously that caused a knock-on effect, my liver, my intestines, my cells, my body, body taking in nutrients for regeneration, mitochondria, and it was all kind of like connected that it could be a cause of cancer. And I knew that as well. So that was a part of it, but I knew that there was something deeper as well. So I decided to work with Vicky and tackle it through diet, healing my gut. So I went on a process of a really strict diet of no wheat, no sugar, no dairy, no alcohol, no caffeine which was pretty fucking harsh because me and my fella, my ex-fella, Rob, at the time, my fella at the time, we had holiday booked to Turkey. Can you imagine going on holiday not being able to eat, have anything at all? Um, so that was quite tough. I mean, it really limited what I could do and I was already depressed and then I was told that I couldn't eat anything and I couldn't go anywhere. So that didn't really help either. And yeah, but obviously my life depended on it. So I did the diet and I took the supplements and I started to cleanse my liver using milk thistle, Um, using coffee enemas, um, soaking my feet in bicarbonate of soda. I started to cleanse with um, celery juice and vegetable juices. I cut all the crap out of my diet. I started to um, take turmeric, fresh turmeric every day to reduce the inflammation, garlic, lots of, I don't know how you say this. Is it cruciferous vegetables? onions and things like that making sure I was eating nine different types of vegetables a day I was alkalizing my body as much as I could I was taking something um, that Vicky recommended to me called seropeptase which breaks down the foreign fibers in your body I chose to believe that it was just um something that you know need could be removed quite quickly with health and with nutrition I chose to change my perception On cancer because I realized that you cannot heal anything that you do not love and you cannot take the approach in my opinion that we need to beat cancer we need to fight it Uh -uh -uh. I believe you need to love it I believe you need to communicate with it and find out what it's trying to teach you and what it's trying to show you so I went through that journey as well of doing that um I started to work, the breasts are an extension of the heart, so I started to work on my abandonment and heart wounds because I had a lot of abandonment wounds of my dad and mum breaking up when I was about 12. And My dad left to move to Malaysia and I just felt abandoned. I didn't really get it at the time. So I had a lot of wounds around abandonment, not feeling loved, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy. All the stuff that I coach on, you know, like everything that I kind of um, teach and I guide and support people is stuff I'd embodied But I thought I'd embodied it, but there was obviously something a little bit deeper in there. When I broke up with my partner, I realised that actually my relationship was masking a lot of really deep wounds that hadn't come to the surface to be healed yet. So even though I was feeling worthy, I loved myself and I had all those things, there were so many deep, deep wounds in there buried deeply that needed to come out, that weren't affecting my decisions, they weren't affecting my choices, they weren't affecting my consciousness and all my everyday life, but they were clearly affecting my physical body, my energetic body, you know, so yeah, I worked on my abandonment wounds, I worked on healing my heart, I worked on loving myself, I worked on healing myself with love, I communicated with the lump and asked it what it's trying to teach me, and I was telling it that, you know, thank you for the lessons, but you can go now, you're no longer needed, I was working with different therapists, releasing trauma and memories within my cells, within my organs, I was working on past life, ancestral healing, oh my god, I went in every single angle that you could think of, I was connecting to Mother Earth, I was asking Mother Earth to heal me, I was doing offerings, I was doing ceremony all day, every day, wow, I was doing so, so, so much, and it was quite exhausting, if I'm honest. And it was hard. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend it wasn't hard. It was fucking hard. Like, it was painful. It was traumatizing. Um, and I was just really sad. I've just been really sad for a really long time now. I feel like it's just been sadness after sadness, and it's just been relentless, if I'm honest. Um so yeah, that was what I started to do, and everyone was telling me that I was making a mistake. And I'll tell you one thing, yeah. This is one little bit of wisdom, the first little bit of wisdom I'm going to give you in all this. No one else knows what is right for you more than you do. And it's very easy to let other people project their fear onto you. Often, when we start to feel emotions like fear and worry, ask yourself is this my fear or is this someone else's fear that's been projected onto me? Because a lot of the time, it's not even our own fear. It's other people's. And it's the same Have you ever thought that you want to do something. You want to do something and you go to do it and you have a great idea and then someone goes, oh, but what about this? And that's it. Instantly fear kicks in and you just don't want to do it anymore and you're worried and you're scared to take a risk and you doubt yourself and you lose confidence and you just don't do it. And that's the sad thing, right? Because there's so many of us not doing what's right for us because other people's opinions get her in the way and I'm not saying this in a demonizing way because every everyone who had an opinion on me it was pure love pure love they loved me they cared about me they were worried about me they wanted the best for me they were scared they were frightened they wanted me to live they wanted me to get better and they just worried in case I was making a bad decision you know I had someone actually say to me oh don't do that my friend healed her naturally and she's dead now (laughs) really wasn't very helpful actually do you know what I mean? actually sent me in a spiral of self-doubt and despair that day. And it was about two days before I had my scan because I went back for another scan. So I said to everyone, look, give me three months. Give me three months. And if I see an improvement, I'm going to carry on what I'm doing. And if I don't, then fair enough. I'll, I'll go to the Royal Marsden. I'll take my scans and I'll get a second opinion at the Royal Marsden. And I'll go to London and I'll see a specialist. I'll do that. But you've got to give me this time to do my thing first because I can do it. I know I can. And I don't believe I could do it because... I'm special. I don't believe that I could do it because I'm any different to you. I don't believe I could do it because I'm an amazing healer or powerful this or that. I believe that I was supposed to do it to show people it can be done. And that's what I really believe. I really, really believe that in my heart, in, in my heart of hearts, deep down in my belly, my gut, my bones. Like, I feel that that was the reason why, so, yeah, I, I went on this journey of doing it. It was painful. It was suffering. And in the meantime, I split up with my boyfriend, um, which was fucking traumatic as well. But, you know, it is what it is. Being with him eight years, didn't really think I could live without him, if I'm honest. <laughs> I thought I was going to die when I broke up with him. I mean, I thought I was going to die anyway. because I thought I was going to die of cancer, if I'm honest. But I actually believed I was going to die. It was like honestly, I don't think I've ever, ever, ever felt anything like that, um, like this breakup that I'm literally just going through at the moment, um, so yeah, and then on the day, this is kind of like me trying to tell this story and, and not trying to give the shorter version, <laughs> um, the day that I decided, I I just woke up one day and I was like, he left. I was in the house alone and I was just like, you know what? I need to go. I need to leave this island. I've outgrown Ibiza. Like I've realised I outgrew, outgrew Ibiza a while ago actually and I've just been there pretending to be happy. Not pretending to be happy, that's not the right word. I've been going through a huge trauma over the last year so it wouldn't have been the right time to move. And I actually... Just blamed the fact that I was unhappy on all the trauma that I was going through, you know, because I was happy. I'm happy in my life. I love my house. I loved him. I loved Ibiza, but something just wasn't right within me. I just wasn't my not my normal self. And now I know it's because I I was healing and going through this. I was sick. I was sick. <laughs> physically sick and when you're physically sick it's really hard to be happy no matter how much I worked on my mindset no matter how much healing I've done on my soul no matter how much healing I've done on my past lives and ancestors if you're not well you're not going to feel happy if you're not physically well right and it was out of my control and everything I was desperately desperately doing to get better it's like the harder I tried it's almost like have you ever felt like you're in the sea and you're swimming against the waves and the tide is just pulling you back in, and you're just not going anywhere. Two, one step forward, two steps back, and that is what it felt like. And I'm fucking exhausted. I'm tired. I was tired. Um. So yeah, that all happened, and I just decided I need to get get off this island. I need to go. Like I kept bumping into him. It hurt every time I saw him. The island's tiny. The last thing I want to do is be stuck in Ibiza in winter and being on my own. It was just not a bit of me. And I was like, you know what? Actually, coming to Ibiza was never really my dream. It was more his. Since I did my yoga teacher training in Bali eight years ago, the place has always held such a special special place in my heart that actually I wanted to always move back. And I was hoping that we were together one day. And that was the plan. So I was like, I'm going to Bali. So obviously, my family were like, you can't go to Bali till you know you're better. And I was like, I'll do what I want, as I always do. But deep down, I knew that wasn't the greatest idea. Do you know what I mean? So I did actually book in for another scan. And I'm not going to lie, I was shitting myself. Because the days leading up to the scan, everybody was really on my case. Have you booked it? yet? scan yet. You've left it too long. And it was really, really making me feel quite bad, actually, and quite scared. And really making me doubt myself and making me feel a lot worse. And I know people think they're actually helping, but sometimes they're really not. And that's the thing with us. We think we're helping a lot of the time, us humans, by overstepping boundaries and overstepping the mark and doing it because we care. And there is a time and a place when it is well needed and it actually is quite beneficial. But there's also other times and places when it actually doesn't fucking help at all. Um, And I've had experienced that quite a lot over the last few months. I must admit from people that I love and care about me, Which, you know, it just is what it is. like. But, yeah, I started to get really scared a couple of days before because I was like, you know what, not only if it's bad is it bad and my life's flipping, I've got to go. My biggest fear was that I was now on my own and I was going to have to go on this journey alone that I was going to have to go through treatment alone, that I was going to have to heal cancer alone, that I was going to have to go through cancer alone. And I'm not even going to lie, I actually believed I was going to die all alone as well, actually. Um, but being really honest now, I was in a quite a sad place. When, you, when you, you're heartbroken, I don't know if any of you, I'm sure all of you have, have, have experienced heartbreak before, but it hurts so much, like so, so much, that you can't think straight, you can't eat, I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep you physically cannot function when when you're in that place and it's been a really long time since i felt heartbreak like this and god yeah i just like i just couldn't couldn't function i just couldn't do things and i was like i'm going to die all alone like that that's actually genuinely what i was thinking i'm actually going to die all alone and no one cares and no one loves me and i was just thinking all these really sad things it was really hard but yeah i went for the scan and it, I saw a shadow on there again and my heart sunk and I was like oh my god it's still there I don't know why but I actually believed that maybe um it was gonna go I don't know why I thought that but I did it might have been a bit far-fetched but yeah I I, I went for the scan and he was like look we need to compare it to the last one and I rung my friend Gabby up and I was just sobbing I was like oh my god, I was like, it's still there, it's still there, it's not gone, like, oh my god, I've done all this, all this, I'm on my own, like, what am I going to do, and yeah, a couple of days later, so he said it's going to take three days to get the results, a day and a half, two days later, I don't know what it is, but I was lying in bed, I was like, let me just check the portal to see, the online portal to see if the results were on, so I was lying in bed, and I was like, doing my thing, I checked the online portal and the results were in. I was like, oh, God, I felt sick. Because it's all in Spanish, so you've got to translate it. So it's not like you could just read it and it goes straight in. You've got to translate the lot. So I'm there, copy and paste in, putting it in in Google Translate or Depot, which is another app that I use. It's better. And, um, oh, my God, it said Birads 4A, which is like a 3% chance of, of cancer. So I'd reduced it from 80% to 3%. Because everyone was saying to me, like, you need to know what you're dealing with, you need to know what you're dealing with, and I was like, do I though? It's 80%, it's the high 80 to 100%, it's like, you've got, you've got buy five or something, four D or five, which is like, you've 100% got it, and then you've got the next one down, which I had, which is like, you 99% have it, do you know what I mean? Like, it was 80%, 80 to 90%, but you know, it's like the next one down, like, you more than likely have it, Um, and not only that, I trust and trust my body and I know my body and I I, I felt that I had it as well I I just looked at myself I looked sick I knew I hate to say this but I actually looked a bit reminded me of when my mum was sick and how she looked and how she deteriorated so quickly and I was like oh my god I was looking in the mirror and I was like you look you look sick you don't look right like you can see or not well and that was horrible actually because not only was I going through heartbreak the fact that I thought I was going to die, the fact that I had to heal disease, the fact that I had to go through this all alone, that my whole world and my future had come crashing down. One minute I was trying for a baby with this guy and we were in love and the next minute I was on my own and I was sick and I had no support or anyone to deal with to help me. Um, I had to do it all alone and like people like, you're not alone, we are mates, but they've got their own lives, they've got children, they've got their own lives. And you are dealing with it alone. You are dealing with it alone. When you're in that place, you are dealing with it alone. I don't care what anyone says. I'm your mate. I'm here for you. No, I'm dealing with this alone. Like, you can't possibly be there for me as a friend the way that a partner can or the way that, you know, it's just impossible. So, yeah, I had this scan and it was saying to me, everyone was saying to me, get the biopsy, get the biopsy. I was like, I don't need to know. I know what it is and I'm going to heal it. So I did a lot of different things. I didn't just do diet. Diet was one part of what I did. Coffee, enemas, all that other stuff. But I actually started to um, do ancestral healing as well and past life healing. And not only was it abandonment wounds from the heart coming up, but actually as I was going through this healing, it was also um, ancestral. My ancestors' the feminine because it's the feminine the breasts but it was on the right breast so it was the masculine side so my dad's side my Chinese side Um, and it turns out that men and women were equal in China at one point they were equal in China at one point and I was actually um, in a past life a queen of China when men and women were equal during my reign but during my reign and this also happened to my ancestors. The masculine got taken over by darkness and women lost their voices and it became the dark patriarch that we now know exists now, which is not very empowering or light for women. Um, and they lost their voices, they lost their identity, they lost their dignity, they lost their power, they lost who they are. And that was a fucking massive wound. Oh my God, not only in my ancestral line, but in, my, in the feminine, in the collective feminine, So that was what it was. And that's where I got guided to during these healings to heal that part. Also about not feeling safe, you know, not feeling safe. And now I know that this breakup was probably part of my healing because I actually relied on my ex to make me feel safe. He made me feel safe, you know, and the minute he left, I didn't feel safe anymore. And I realized if I need to heal myself to feel safe, how can I create safety for myself when I'm actually relying on somebody else to make me feel safe? And that's the painful lesson here, because I had to create that safety for myself. And in order to do that, I had to lose the man I love, you know, who I still love. I had to lose it all. I had to lose my health. I had to lose my vitality. I had to lose almost a little bit of my confidence and dignity because I looked so terrible that I didn't feel comfortable and I found it really hard to love myself it was all really hard lots of lessons so yeah during this journey I went on this journey deep healing and when I had my second scan I was shitting myself but when I looked at the results it was like it had reduced to three percent and it was gone from high suspicion of malignancy to zero to low no suspicion of malignancy and it also said that it had reduced from a centimetre to seven millimetres. I can't explain the fucking joy that I felt when I read that, read those words. Honestly, I just like cried my eyes out. I couldn't believe it. I told my mate Jenna, my be- one of my best friends, and she started crying too. I'll never forget it. She was like, oh, my God, babe. She went, you know what? You've done that. She went, you can do fucking anything anything and I was like oh my god she's right she's right I can I can do anything I want anything it was so the most painful hardest traumatic scary dark dense heavy ah, oh, time of my life but at the same time it was the most liberating empowering um strength building joyful relieving grateful time in my life at the same time it was everything and nothing all at the same time do you know what I mean I can't it's so hard to convey into words but yeah I decided I'm coming to Bali so that day I just kind of like booked my flight well I think it was a week later but I knew I was coming you know I knew I was coming and that was it and here's the thing right trusting yourself is so important On this journey, I've been learning so many things about what my soul came here to do, what my soul volunteered to do for humanity at this time that's going on in the planet and the ascension of humanity and the collective and the universe, you know, that I actually um, volunteered to clear slavery imprints within humanity. And I'm going to save that for another podcast, right, because it's really fucking interesting. Because what I've realized, a lot of my sole purpose and mission has been dropping in stronger than ever recently. And I got the opportunity to move to Bali, and I can just pack up my shit and move to Bali because I've created freedom. And I've created this business which has allowed me to create pure freedom for myself where I can go wherever I want. I can do whatever I want. I am a slave to nobody, nobody tells me what to do. I am my own boss, I live as I please. And that is liberating. That is real freedom. But, but, but that's one type of freedom, right? The other type of freedom I realized, I've been creating that freedom myself, but I realized that actually freedom from your limiting patterns, freedom from your fear, freedom from your sabotage, freedom from your negative thoughts, freedom from your overthinking, freedom from your self-doubt, freedom from comparison, freedom from not feeling good enough, freedom from not loving yourself, not feeling worthy, all all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. That is what real, true, internal freedom looks and feels like. And here's the thing, right? Here is the thing. You create freedom on the outside by creating freedom on the inside. That's just come through to me now, actually. I need to put that on my page. (laughs) Because my Soul Shift program is all about creating freedom. All about creating freedom, okay? Building self-trust, trusting your intuition, the awakening process, dealing with your emotions, handling your emotions, overcoming fear, self-doubt, anxiety, sabotage, procrastination, finding what your purpose is, getting clarity, using tools to help you move forward, consciousness, manifestation, shadow work. But that's all about creating freedom. That's all that is, it's all that is. We think we want more money, but we don't. We want financial freedom to be able to do and have and go wherever we want. We think we want more this. But it's not, it's freedom. We think we want more of that, but it's not, it's freedom. We think we want more validation and empowerment and self power and confidence, but actually it's freedom because the lack of confidence comes from the fear of what other people are going to say or do, the fear that we're going to fail, the fear that we're going to fuck up, the fear that we're going to fall on our face, the fear that we're going to be judged. And we can't stand it. We can't stand it as humans. That's the thing, we cannot stand it. So the real freedom on the outside comes from creating freedom on the inside. Just like creating your reality on the outside comes from the internal shifts because life is a mirror as within, so without. I say that all the time. As above, so below, as within, so without. And it's so true. What happens on an individual level happens on a collective level. What happens on the inside happens on the outside. Your reality is created by your beliefs. Let me just say that again. Your reality is created by your beliefs. Your reality is created by your perception, by your consciousness. What you believe to be true is what you will create. And that's what a lot of us miss. That is the key. A lot of us miss if you don't feel free on the inside, you're never going to feel free or create freedom on the outside. So, yeah, I've realised that I've been creating freedom. And when I was healing myself, I realised I actually took my health into my own hands. And I created freedom there as well from a system that isn't working that fell, was failing, I believe. I'm not saying that I couldn't heal from cancer by having the lump cut out, and I'm not saying that the way they do it doesn't work, but I strongly believe that it would come back if I didn't get to the root of what caused that cancer to manifest within my body in the first place. I was communicating with it and asking it why I had it manifested, because I've manifested that. We manifest all the time. You are manifesting your reality all the time, Even the things that you don't want, even the things that you don't want, we have to take that responsibility because we're manifesting from our unconscious and our unconscious has unresolved wounds and trauma. We're manifesting from our shadow and our shadow self is basically a collection of rejected, denied, unaccepted parts of us, bits of us we don't like of ourselves and unresolved trauma and unresolved wounds. Let's use this as an example. You are somebody who gets cheated on and you never deal with that hurt and betrayal and wound. So therefore, you create a belief, you store that in your shadow self and you create a belief that all men are the same, all women are the same because you're trying to protect yourself and you've never dealt with that trauma. And then you go around life with that belief, creating that reality, meeting men and women that are all the same. But the thing is, it's because you've not resolved the trauma of getting hurt that you are now sabotaging your happiness and success because you're living from that belief that's stored and lodged in your shadow, the wound. Does that make sense? So this is why the shadow, shadow work is so powerful. This is why we have to go into our darkness. This is why we have to go into the parts of us that we don't love and accept, the parts of us we reject and we deny. That is where your magic is. In those parts that you reject and deny about yourself, is where you will find your magic. That's where you will find your key to transformation. That's where you will find your power, your authenticity, because in that vulnerability is where your authenticity and true self lies. And that's how you become more connected to yourself. And when you are more connected to yourself, there's nothing that can shake you. There's nothing that can tell you anything. There's nothing that can knock you or make you quiver or, you know, falter, that's the word i'm looking for i hope so (laughs) i think that's the word it's quite tired i'm quite tired it's quite late now actually i'm i'm recording this in bali and we are in a big time difference and i just was a guest on another podcast and i was on a roll and i just thought you know what i've been putting this podcast episode off for ages let me just do it and it's not because i've been procrastinating it's because i've actually had quite a lot going on um, with the move and that so you know and also it's quite noisy in bali in the day so I have to record these at night now when it's nice and quiet. Although you might hear the odd car going by or the odd dog bark. But, you know, it is quite noisy. There's a lot of um, building and a lot of things going on around Bali at the moment. A lot of infrastructure being put up. There's not really anywhere that that's peaceful and quiet unless you go out in the sticks, which I am planning on doing and travelling. But for the moment, I'm staying here just for a little while until I get settled. And then I'm going to do the rounds and I'm just going to see where I want to settle. A couple of months in each place. So eh? why not? But, yeah, that's the thing, right? We do not trust ourselves. We don't trust our intuition. We don't trust our judgment. We become a slave to other people's opinions. We become a slave to the norms of society. We become a slave to the rule book that tells you this and tells you that. We become a slave to the conditioning and the programming and the bullshit. We become a slave to other people's love, wanting other people to accept us. we become a slave to our spiritual work, thinking that we need to change who we are and be a certain way. And that's the thing I've learned so, so, so much. There's no one in this world who can empower me more than me. There's no one in this world who knows more than me. There's no one in this world who's an authority over me, who knows more knowledge about what is right for me when it comes to creating the reality of my own life. And it's only recently that's really dropped in, you know. I always knew that on a surface level, but this is something that's dropped in so powerfully for me recently. I threw away all my crystals, I threw away all my books, I threw away all my spiritual tools, I threw away all of it. I'm not channeling. I don't actually feel like I need to channel more anymore. I feel like things just drop in because I channel through feeling. Some people get visual, some people hear things, they interpret it. I have an inner knowing and feeling it just comes out and I just say it. So I don't feel like I need to be doing any of that anymore. I'll never, I decided actually before I came to Bali, I threw all my shit in the sea, the crystals and that. And I said to myself, I swore to myself that I was never going to give that much power to anything outside myself ever, ever again, ever again. And I meant it and I really do. And I really feel like for the first time in my life, I'm really leading and really honouring and navigating from a place of real authenticity, real authenticity, like 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 a next level of authenticity. I can't explain it, but I just feel different. And I am different. I am different. I don't feel different. I am different. I have changed. I am different. I can feel it. You're probably gonna feel it too. Because it's so strong, it's so potent, it's so powerful. You can't not, you can't not feel it. This energy is like next level what I'm feeling at the moment. So yeah, that's what has been going on with me, you know. I've been just deciding that I am the boss of my own life. I can create whatever I want and I really want to create freedom for everyone. I want everyone to have freedom because that is what my soul volunteered to do and that is what I'm here for. It's what I'm born for. It's what I came into this lifetime for. It's what I chose to do as a soul. So that's what I'm going to fucking do. This podcast is your soul is calling. My soul is calling. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to empower you to trust yourself, to, to honour yourself, to lead yourself from the heart, to stop fucking idolising people. Stop putting people on pedestals. Stop putting other people above yourself as an authority. Stop putting other people... As above you who know more than you, and start idolizing yourself. Start trusting yourself. Start being your own boss. Start being your your own everything, being your own guru, you know. We always look outside ourselves for the answers, but it's really not the way. It's all within us. Everything is within us. Everything that we need to thrive and excel and live a joyful, fulfilled, and happy and content life and complete our sole purpose is already given to us. However, we create blocks for ourselves. And if we don't work on removing those blocks and we don't integrate the lessons that our soul is trying to teach us in this lifetime, then, you know, we're not living in a way that's in alignment to our soul. And that's when we're going to feel unhappy. You know, that's when things are going to not feel right. And I never want anyone to get to that point in life where they look back and they just wish that they would have done something about their fear it's not about changing what you do, you know. It's about changing who you are. I believe that. Who you are. It's not about what you do, it's about who you are. Where are you navigating from? Where are you making decisions from? Where are you acting from? Where is that place coming from? Is it coming from your wounded self or is it coming from your empowered self? And that's the key, that's the thing. Making those conscious decisions. So this is why I'm I've I've re, reshuffled, reshuffled Was that the right word? Re-something. we built Re- I don't know the word I'm looking for. (laughs) But I've redone soul shift. I've added so much more to it. And I've made it six months. This is my signature group program or container. It is so powerful. We are working on mindset. We are working on energy. We are healing soul wounds. We're doing ancestral healing. We're programming and deprogramming your consciousness. And we're not just doing your conscious and subconscious mind i'm gonna be honest i haven't seen anyone out there who's working with five levels of consciousness every mindset coach and every person i know is working with the conscious and subconscious mind we also have the ancestral the past life consciousness the collective consciousness even your organs in your body all have their own consciousness which is kind of how i got sick and how i managed to heal myself by working with that consciousness of the organs as well and my stomach my intestines and my liver to be precise because that's where wellness really tends to start as well. Vicky Godfrey, the um, naturopath that I'll, I'm actually saying her name because I don't want to take credit for the information that she's given me. And you can find her on Instagram, A underscore naturopath. I'm going to actually um, tag her in the show notes as well. But um, just in case you're interested, um, you know, she says whenever we have cancer, we start with the gut. And she's worked with so many clients healing cancer. And it makes sense because the gut really is where it all starts for everything. Any problems always tend to start there, including emotional trauma as well. You know, a lot of it gets stored there. So, yeah, here's the thing, right? I had to put this program back together because I was just like, you know what? You are coming at this with a new level of empowerment and wisdom now, more than you've ever felt before. I've never felt like this before. I do have days where I cry still because I'm a bit sad. I've just broke up with my partner for eight years and I still love him, you know? I miss him. I've never lived on my own. Like, I'm on my own in a foreign country. I came here all alone. I didn't know one person. I took a fucking risk. I took a massive leap of faith. But I believe in myself and I know it's going to pay off. And I know amazing things are about to happen to me. I can feel it. And that's the thing, right? This is why Soul Shift is so amazing. Because not only are we healing your wounds around self-love, self-worth, abandonment, not feeling good enough, ancestral healing, generational oaths and curses and limitation that's been passed down through your family, generational line, maybe wounds from your past lives that have not been healed and they're still being carried with you in this life. But we're also working on the mindset, we're working on mindset tools, we're looking at NLP, I use a lot of NLP and we I'm a qualified hypnosis therapist, you know, certified hypnosis therapist. We're working on that as well but I'm also using energy. To go into your perception and your consciousness and really remove, I can go into your mind and take the belief out of your consciousness. Like literally remove the belief and reprogram it with another one. And the powerful thing about this is when we are reprogramming our consciousness, when we are reprogramming those deep levels of consciousness, we are recreating our belief system. And when we're recreating our belief system, we're recreating our reality. So this is really about bringing real freedom, real freedom, real fucking freedom not just i can go where i want do what i want but real freedom from yourself from your own limitation it's about clearing karma we we cover the ascension process consciousness dealing with your emotions the program covers shadow work tools for self doubt procrastination perfectionism comparing yourself to others always feeling like you're good not good enough always thinking like you need more time stress and limitation on your system we've got breath work in there oh my god it has got so much I want to kind of look at it as like a guide a journal a bible of just empowerment and creating liberation and freedom and that's what I want for you that's what I really want because I'll be honest I can't bear the thought of people not fulfilling what they came and what they were born to do because they're just not freeing themselves from the limitations of their own mind. And they're so worried about other people and their opinions and what could go wrong and all the fear that they're not actually doing what they came here to do, what your soul came here to do, you know? And this is something I'm really fucking passionate about, mate, honestly. And I just don't want people to get to a point in their life where they have regrets and they wish they'd have done it sooner because I wish I'd done stuff sooner. It took me six years to make the jump from flipping yoga teacher to... Life coach. I wanted to do it for years. When I was in Bali eight years ago, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a life coach. And I just thought I wasn't good enough and no one was interested in what I wanted to say or what I had to say. I thought I used to be a stripper. Who's going to want to get life coached off me? <laughs> How wrong was I? And that's the thing. The bits about yourself that you reject, you deny, that you don't accept, that you're ashamed of are where your magic lies. That's where you can cultivate your biggest breakthroughs. Trust me, I've been there. I've done it. I've helped so many women do it as well. So yeah, if you're called to Soul Shift, it's open for constant enrollment now. We don't start and finish on a certain date. You can join anytime and you can stay as long as you need to because people work at different paces and we really do need to take time for integration. So this is the way that I work now. I keep it open. We have a call every two weeks and we go deep, which is why I call it Soul Shift. And it's about not about adding more to who you are, thinking that you're not good enough and you're broken and you need fixing and you're not enough. You're already everything that you need to be. It's about unlearning and unraveling the things that you are doing that are sabotaging you and standing in your path and in your way to success, happiness, fulfillment, joy, pleasure and completing your soul mission. abundance. All of it. It's all your birthright. It's all your birthright. And yeah, I'm just going to end this episode here. Bit of a ramble. But I feel like I've kept you up to speed now. And I feel like now I've got it out. What's been going on, I can continue to move on and talk about stuff that inspires you moving forward. But yeah, if you are interested in joining Soul Shift, please do not hesitate to book in a discovery call. You can book in a free call with me. You can book in a call using the show notes links, I'm going to put it in there. You can pop me a message on DM on my Instagram, Jade underscore S E T H O Jade Seto. And you can also contact me, send me an email any way that you want to. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing your feedback. It always makes my day and brings a smile to my face whenever I do get any feedback from this. I love recording this podcast. I've actually missed this podcast. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, cool, I really enjoyed that. (laughs) I really did. So, yeah, um, I'm going to leave it there and wrap this up, wrap up this episode. So sending you all the biggest amount of love. And, yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Hello, I can't thank you enough for joining me today on the Your Soul Is Calling podcast. I hope you've had some inspiration and big takeaways from today's discussion. If you have, please rate and review this podcast because it really means so much to me. And let's connect on Instagram. Feel free to screenshot this episode, share to your stories and tag me if you feel called to. I absolutely love sharing this podcast with you and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future. In the meantime, don't forget to listen to yourself, connect with yourself and connect with your so